mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch, rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season six, episode nine, Allegiance, a.k.a. The Predator, a.k.a. Get to the Chopper. <laughs> um, so before we get too far into it. Yes. Uh, we want to say thank you and damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you. <laughs> Curse you. <laughs> Um, to everyone on Patreon who donated yes. and got us to this goal that we're like, we'll set this goal and we'll never get to it. Never. So it'll be fine. Uh-huh. Um, of video podcasting. So now we are not only here in your ear holes, we are also on screens for the Patreon members. Hi, guys. Hi, oh, I'm actually right logging Hi. into my notes because I forgot to do that before yeah, we are doing things. Record. We're doing things. Um, Kicking butt. So now uh, you have two options of listening to us every single week. You can listen to us on, you know, your favorite podcast uh, sound system thing, uh-huh. uh, as, as well as on these videos now. So you can watch us, or you can listen to us, or you can... Watch us and listen to us. That'd be odd. Uh, I guess you can't thing. watch us without listening. Yeah, you can. Well, you, well, you can, can watch you us can, on you mute, mute us. if you just want to see. That would be a fun game. Two Let's ladies. start a drinking game. Every time, I I'm gonna make. I have face. no clue to make that. Every <laughs> time, game. every time I go. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Does that work? Then you have to take a drink. I think it could just be every time one of us takes a drink. Every time, Because we don't vocalize it. That's true. By the way, we haven't gotten to show off before these really fancy mugs. And for those of you who are listening to this, uh, for Christmas, I surprised Grace with these amazing mugs that I got off Etsy that says there's no place like, and it's just the home symbol, because it's basically the name of our podcast. It is the coolest thing Um, ever. And this is what we have been having all of our drinks out of. You know, because they're magic. Since, uh, they're since magical. the start of, we the haven't thing. washed them. There's a nice little resin. Okay, fine, we have. I've, but it's fun. I've washed <laughs> them. Just kidding. This is not a jersey. But how much better would it be if we didn't? And it's going to start growing a beard. Can I just say, <laughs> I do have a mug. Oh, and work. by the way, thank you to um, oh, a geek thing on Etsy. Yes, correct? a geek thing. Thing like a G thing, but uh-huh. a geek thing. Yeah. nothing but a G thing. Nothing baby. But a G okay. Thing. Um. Uh, I forgot to say. Oh, I was. I do have a mug at work that I used to make tea in that I never washed. Oh yeah, because at one point then it just automatically made tea when you put hot yeah, water into like, it. Yeah, it's got resin. Uh-huh. It's a resin base. It's cured. It's- also, when you're at work, I've never been lazier in my existence <laughs> than at work when it comes to washing mugs. I have actually <laughs> been down to the point of. Pour a little water in it, swirl it around, drink the water, and then wipe it clean. Oh no, I'm I'm sometimes disgusting. I'm sometimes have like a sips worth of tea or two sips worth of tea, Uh and I'm just like, and I'll pour coffee into it. (laughs) That's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It all goes to the same place. It tastes fine. Yeah, it's just fine. This is fine. Fine. It's all good. Okay. (laughs) So, um. This episode, Allegiance. Oh, do you have a, You said you had a good AKA for this I one. I did. I just said it to you. Oh, you did. But I'll say it again. Yeah, I missed it. AKA, The Predator. 
Yes. AKA Get to the Chopper. Get to the Chopper. Also, also by the way, um, did everybody hear the story on how when Arnold woke up from surgery, he no, said, I heard- I'm back. He had emergency heart surgery, and my guess is right before he went to bed, he said, or before they put him out, he said, I'll be back. I'll be back. And then he woke up and said, I'm back. (laughs) Except it's more like, I'm back, because they put you under, and they put those tubes. Anyway, it's Yeah, it's it's not fun. It's super not fun. I did not hear that. I only heard that he went in for surgery. So, Allegiance first aired on August 9th, 2002. It was written by Peter DeLuise, directed by... By Peter DeLuise. Nice. <laughs> Good stuff. You know, I would not have guessed this as a, as a DeLuise one. Oh, really? I wouldn't have. Because it seems like it's not one of, like, the fun-loving, easygoing... And I'm pretty sure there was no DeLuise cameo in there either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it wasn't this, on base. Pretty much all the cameos happened on base. Right. This one felt a little more like the, uh... serious type of ones. <laughs> He's done serious episodes. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but we do have both Carmen and Tony together. Done forever. Making an awesome, like, Jacob Braytac sandwich it's of a break awesomeness. Hub, a break hub sandwich. A break hub sandwich. <laughs> that is their new potent, was it? Potent man gnome? No. Portmanteau. <laughs> Portmanteau. Us close. Yeah, Portman gnomes. It's uh, the gnome version of it. Portman They're gnomes. both gnomes. <laughs> Name Braytech and Jacob. To be fair, Braytech would be an awesome gnome. He would be a really good rogue gnome. I love David the gnome so much. <laughs> I have a little Sam. I have a little Sam that's a gnome. Oh, I like gnomes. Yeah. You're supposed to have gnomes in your backyard, right? Isn't that the thing? Yeah, and I really to want some of the home. Star Trek ones. I need to get some. That's probably why the fence fell. Probably. You didn't have mm-hmm. a gnome back mm-hmm. there protecting mm-hmm. me. Done. Um, anyways, we have Carmen and Tony in the same episode, and it's basically one of the greatest things that's ever happened yes. in life. Um, so we start... Also, we have a Janet back in full Janet. We do Janet-ness. have a Janet. Yes. Doing some awesome Janet shiznit. Yes. She's janeting it up over Jan- there. She's just jamming, jamming. Guys, I'm not looking at the floor. There's a Kaylee down here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the fun thing that now sometimes you can, you're able to watch us on video, um, You'll just see dog sometimes, yeah. and then you'll see what we're able to hide when we try to calm the dog, and yeah. there's no calming of the dog. Yeah, the very insistent dog was like, "You must pet me now, <laughs> pet me now." And you also see the the half moved. Uh, we're recording in what would not be the studio for much longer. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, oh. So we start on the alpha site, and the first time we finally get to see the alpha site. And uh, we've been talking about it for a while. Mm. We haven't gotten the, the the rights to. We didn't know the code to go to the alpha site. Right. So alpha e alpha e in secret reason that, that we didn't know it. So there's running and there's Jaffa and there's yelling and Janet's doing her badass trauma ing. It's mass hysteria. There's cats and dogs living together. Jaffa and Tokra. And that man has no dick. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just doing Ghostbusters references. <laughs> Yes, it's true. <laughs> I thought that's where we were going. Yeah, that's exactly where we were going. But there's some more. The Matoka are the ones running through the gate that you've already been on the planet. And uh, and more come through. Jack and Sam are just watching what goes on. 
Uh, when we learn that, when we learn, name of your later learn that his name is Ocker, um, helps carrying a large oh, box. Ocker is the one with the meticulously waxed brow. Yes. Okay, got it. Yes. Got it. I'm he, back. Who dies very soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't last for long. I'm there. Those eyebrows, man. Um, but they have a big box. And uh, and the Jaffa are not okay with this giant box. And even Teal'c's like, what the fuck's in the box, dude? What's in the box? And John Doe's got the upper hand. And immediately <laughs> I just go to a, a Lonely Island video. Oh, see, I went <laughs> right to Seven and Morgan oh. Freeman. Yes, they haven't seen Seven. Oh! So Brad Pitt freaks out, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, what's in the box? Tell me what's in the box! Because Kevin Spacey's creepy character. Okay, can something. I just say... Bartender Nick referenced that as well the uh-huh. other day in a text message, and yeah. I'm like, uh, "Tell me what's it? it's like the most overacted scene ever." Uh-huh. And then Morgan Freeman's his cop partner, and he's like, "John Doe's got the upper hand. John Doe's got the upper hand." And then John Doe, well, can I spoil it for you? I'm sure. Spoilers, guys. Is it a head? It's Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. I was right. That t- no, that was a legit guess out of nowhere that there was yes. a head. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know the reference to Seven, so immediately Bartender Nick just went to, it's a dick in a box. And I went, see, that yeah. reference I get. Yeah. It's just a giant dick in the box. I got your back, So Bartender Nick. Um, And Jack's like, just... I'd Can rather a dick in a box than a head in a box. Cry, yes. <laughs> I mean, unless um, it, oh, I don't know. If it's just the box, then maybe no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Anyways, uh, but then Jack's like, just, just tell us what's in the box. It's just a czar tag. Czar tag. Yeah. I can never say that word. We all get nervous going through customs. Yeah. And that's all that's it's happening. That's all that's happening. We're just like, it's like when you come back, anytime I go anywhere, I'm like, I know that I'm not carrying any contraband. No. And yet I'm scared out of but my I mind. But I also know that I'm probably carrying more than the uh, duty-free amount of scotch, scotch in scotch. my backpack. Yeah, that's fair. So it's the question of, are they going to let me slide through or are they going to make me pay that you makes know, sense. duty? Yeah. Thankfully, luckily... Get right through. Just, just hide it. They're like, Are you gonna drink all that? Yes, this is this is all me. for me. Yeah, look at me. Look of course at me. I am. This is my scotch. I will drink it right now. <laughs> no, you gotta like it. You gotta like it linger. <laughs> Anyways, and Jack is like, Look, I'm fine. You just had to tell us what was in the box. And more SG units are coming through. Toker are coming through because apparently, what happened is. Anubis knew where the secret Tok'ra base was, and they like took out SG-12 without blinking. Mm. And we later learned that when the fighting fighting broke out, they actually tried to dial Earth, but they got a busy signal. Yeah, which what we later hell? learn is because of Jonas. Yeah, because Jonas reasons. Because <laughs> Jonas reasons. Good job for Jonas. And so Jacob, he's the. Only- I was busy going. Where is Jonas? Why is he not here? I cannot think straight. <laughs> <laughs> you get him for like half a second. I know. But Jacob is, is the only one there who knew the address, the alpha site. So we dialed it up with secret. Although I'm also going, wouldn't SG-12 know the address of the alpha site? Or is it? Yeah. Well, no. Well, is uh, it like only the top three SG team? Maybe. And only the commander. So does Sam know the address to the alpha maybe site? Not. Well, she probably does because it's Sam, but she's probably not supposed to. So does Teal know the address to the alpha site? No, no. I think she knows it the way, like, so I, I used to have a boss who was like, I know you don't have a key to this office. And I'm like, 
I don't have a key to this office. I know you don't have a key And then would call and would call sometimes and be like, I need something out of this office. And I'd be like, okay, let me find someone to get a key to this office for you. But I had, that's basically how Sam knows it. But that's a question. Like, does does Tilk then know? <laughs> is is Braytac like the only of the Jaffa leaders that know the address? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. And that's now a question. Like, if SG twelve didn't know, and Jacob was the only one on the planet, or is Jacob simply the only one at the Tok'ra that knows? Which that I would understand. I don't know things. I, it's just it's a question that popped into my head as I was yeah. watching this. Hmm. Um, so, anyways, Jacob is next to come through. Uh, he's breaking the DHG first with basically a nuke. Yeah. To break it. Yeah. Uh, and he comes through a moment after Kill it Sam with asks, fire. Kill yeah. it with fire. Uh, and just as he comes through, he gets a staff weapon to the leg. Um, <laughs> that he brushes off very quickly because of Junior. Yeah. His Junior. I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, his isn't really a Junior. Yeah. His, his is, is an adult. It's a Selmac. This is a... Uh, yeah, Braytech has, has a junior. He does. Yeah. Huh. Now we gotta rename his. So I'm gonna Mac. call him Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde? <laughs> I don't know. I'm done. I, I need more coffee. We're introduced then to Malik, who is uh, the commander, or should I say former commander of the base that is no longer a thing. And Ocker the is base the that is no team. longer. I don't know why that just sounds really cool. <laughs> and also, apparently, only a quarter of the Tokra made it out of the base alive, which is yikes. Yeah, that's not a lot, and there's that's... not a lot of Tokra to begin no. with. So basically, we're losing people. Yeah, shit's in the fan. And that's when the Tokra are like, "There's a, there's a lot of Jaffa here." Yeah, there's a lot of Jaffa in here. Like, I'm, this is where I seems... start having trouble with the Tokra. The the Tok'ra are problematic, and they have been for... They're as arrogant as the Gould are. Yeah. Yeah. They've got this, like, unlikable high elf feel to them. But it, it, and, the, and I think the reason, and it could be a direct correlation, the same reason a lot of the high elves are also um, arrogant assholes is Selmak and... I don't know if... I'm assuming Malik is the Tok'ra and not the host... But Malik and Selmak have been fighting. They have been yeah. around for a thousand years yeah. fighting this. And so even Braytech, who's 137, you know, that's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it doesn't make it feel it any less shitty. It doesn't make it feel yeah. any less shitty. <laughs> but I think that I, I think there's the same reason you get the same arrogance from the Tok'ra as you would from like the High Elf, from an Elrond type thing. Um, Blah. 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 And, and Malik just sort of sneers at all of this, and he's not hiding his lack of fandom of the Jaffa very well. He's like, ah, oh, you guys are here. It's like like having in-laws that you don't like over or something. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah, lucky you. <laughs> um, I don't either. I don't know why I said that. But um, I have had, you know, like, there's the family that you are. really enjoy, and the family that you're like, yeah. Oh, there's Auntie here, and your mom's like, "Come downstairs and say hello." Uh huh. Because if we have to suffer through, <laughs> you get to suffer. Through. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the rebels, we learn that the the Jaffa rebels are growing in numbers against the Empire. Yeah. Because the rebels and the Empire get it. Rebel bases. Star, uh-huh. Star Wars. I wrote that too. I wrote rebel bases. Oh, and no, um, I just did the thing. And apparently, there's hundreds more Jaffa who are acting as a fifth column against the like inside the Gold Forces, mm-hmm. um, just like the Tok'ra Jack points out, <laughs> and um. Is they're like so? If, is all this Jaffa going to be a problem for you? Is is that going to be is that going to be an issue? Dun dun. And they're dun. like, no, no, we're. I'm we're gonna fine. I'm gonna break the fourth wall for a second. We're, 
That's fine. Should I move this over? Yeah, here? probably because I'm really hoping that you picked all me up on the mic. We got it. Got it. We're done. <laughs> Love podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Toker are super convincing when they're like, "No, we're fine." I'm making. Here. I'm gonna make Kaylee work good because she keeps smacking <laughs> my legs. By the way, the fifth column is. I'll be honest. It's a term that I've heard for ages, and I never really knew 100 what it meant. The fifth column. The I fifth don't know column. That. So apparently, it is. It's a group that undermines from the inside. So oh. like, like the. So the name apparently comes from the siege of siege of Madrid. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaylee agrees. In the Spanish Civil <laughs> War, there was a general Emilio Mola. And he told a journalist in 1936 that he had four columns approaching Madrid. Then there was a fifth column inside the city. Uh, and those supporters were fucking with the government from within the city. Those are things I've never even heard of. Yeah, so that's when the term spread. And Hemingway used it in the title of his play, The Fifth Column, and the first 49 stories. And so it picked up a lot in World War II, you know, especially with journalism. Yeah. And considering, uh, you know, all the governments had not just spies on the inside... I'm going to break out to Hamilton. Got a spy on the inside. <laughs> Same Hercules Mulligan. <laughs> I do like that. Now I just imagine Buster Rhymes. That's, he, I think yeah. he, that's, he was based off Buster yeah. Rhymes. Yeah. Um, but so in World War II, but you had all of these and they not weren't just spies on the inside of other cities that were fucking with the governments. It was the locals and it was this larger movement. And so that's. The concept of the, the rebel, fifth column. The it's rebel, the rebels inside the, the city. Bases. So there's rebel Jaffa inside. The princess Leia's, if you will. They're the princess Leia's. Oh, I like it. Yes. Um, and then we get credits. That all that Dang. happened before credits. I don't even know where I wrote credits in my... I'm so lost in my notes today. <laughs> it's kind of the best thing. The best feeling to be this lost in your notes <laughs> on your first live. Uh-huh. Like on yeah, our podcast. Yeah, so you're fumbling around. Because I'm just like, I have no People idea where the People don't see are. all this normally. Yep, I have no idea where we are, and that's It's okay. part of the charm. <laughs> so when we come back, we have a Tokra funeral pyre yes. thing, and everyone's standing for respect to Tokra and Tokra. Thank, and thank goodness we've got a Teoka guide through this. Yes, <laughs> to translate. He's like, we're doing this now. Yeah. It's like when you go to a new church. And a mass that you're not familiar and with. And you're like, sit down. No, stand up. Let's sit down. down. Now and do kneel. this with your hands. Now, now do, do this, this with your hands yeah. and gesture like this. Now kneel some more and then stand Don't up. Don't speak and here, kneel. but speak here. Also, we're very, very Catholic. So kneel and then stand up and, <laughs> and then kneel and, and stand, and stand up. up and then kneel. <laughs> And then keep kneeling. Do not put your butt on yeah. the... Don't, don't put do your it. butt do on it. the chair. Don't do it. You have to sit there with your own weight on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> don't put your butt on the back of that chair. Okay, now stand up and we're going to do this like 10 more times. <laughs> and then we'll be halfway through. <laughs> yeah, then we'll be halfway done. Um, so it's basically the Stargate version of a Viking funeral. Kind yeah. of combined, as Peter points out in the commentary, sort of a Native or First Nation tree burial. I was going to say, it's a lot like a... a, a a, a, a woman I know recently went to one and mm-hmm. witnessed it, and she told me a lot of what it sounds like look yeah. like this. Yeah, so and very they, interesting. And they and I know they did it for a number of reasons. Combined, partly sometimes the ground is frozen. You, they didn't want anyone walking over the grave. They didn't want animals to be able to get yeah. to it. There was a number of different reasons they did these like scaffolding tree burials. Um, and they and they also the Tok'ra do this because that way they could never be revived for a set by a sarcophagus. Right. And so if you press the center button it's on like the DG, it's like a zombie. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, we double tap the head. Yeah. <laughs> so they double tap the head by pressing the center button of the DHD and you just get a koosh. Yeah. Like there's no Damn. Stargate dialing. That works. Um, and everyone it's goes. a nice little use of the DHD. It's like, great. It's like, oh, I'm just going to. It's like I'm going to start clearing the forest this way. Or it's like it's almost. I want things. someone to use it like as a weapon. Like someone stands in front of the Stargate and they're just like, bam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they go. To part their own ways. Oh, would that be an improvised weapon? I wonder. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to think about it. They they start to go their ways, but tussles already are starting to okay, the ranks between Artok and Arthur. this is my favorite part. Really? Because yes. it's some Jerry Springer shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who fights at a funeral? Other than, like, two baby mamas. <laughs> they even point that out, too. Yeah. Like, this is a goddamn funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Act like you've been here. <laughs> And Jack's like, I'm sure it's a misunderstanding. Artok's like, no, yeah. no, it's not. He's like, no, bitch, I'm, this was my man. I fucking did this on purpose. It feels very Jerry Springer to He's me. He's like, because to me, you guys are the same as the Gould. Yeah. And which oh. causes Tilk to, I mean, he just yells, Jaffa. That's yeah. like me going to you, human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. And uh, I love that. It's scary dad mode, uh-huh. which is then only beat later on by another moment yes. that I wrote down. But, <laughs> but it's, it's like the one word, like, don't make me go back there. And it's enough. Like, yeah. Artuk shuts up when he hears. Yeah. Teal- Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. And I need Teal to teach me how to do that with Stormy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I need him. Because Stormy is work. a very good boy. But when he doesn't care, he doesn't care. He does not give no like, No fox, mommy. No fox. I um, must chase the squirrel. And so everyone then sort of parts ways and storms off in a huff. And uh, Malik doesn't expect Jack to apologize for our talk. I mean, I get the Jaffa. Um, and Jack's like, well, I mean, I was just going to remind you. And actually that your asses would be pushing up daisies with us Jaffa back yeah. there. So maybe give him a little slack. Uh, although it is a funeral for his fallen people, so maybe less slack than you would think. Yeah, but the truck are just kind of been pricks. They're been pricks. Um, and yes, yeah, so the Jaffa and the Tari are also in the, the Tokra. So, I mean, they've been fighting gold for millennia, so everyone's just like, no, all debts are paid, bitch. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> everyone's fighting the same uh-huh. thing, so let's all fight each other exactly. now. Because that makes sense? No. That makes total sense. Um... So, Jack's mood does not improve when mm-hmm. Sam comes along, and apparently the Tokra don't like their one-star accommodation hotel rooms, and Jack is about ready to shoot everyone. Yeah, because they're kind of being pricks. They're kind of being they're pricks. They're like, there was no mint on my pillow. It's like, bitch, you're happy you have a pillow. Uh-huh. Be happy you have a pillow. Be happy you have a bed. Yeah. So, Jacob is watching the Jaffa chain, chain, train. Chain, yes, train. I do love the little martial arts montage. Yes! It feels very Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> only better. <laughs> so, the whole thing earlier at the funeral, it's complicated. And, mm-hmm. and even Jacob points out that blending does have some drawbacks. Like, there is... Yeah. For as many years as they've been around, there is a bit of a trigger finger. Um, and they reminisce about that whole time Jack was a Tok'ra thing. Except not really. Except not really. Yeah. But he does point out that both of these men, Jacob and Jack, would be dead right now without... Yeah. If they didn't blend... Well, Jack never really blended, but if they didn't have the Tok'ra. Yeah. And that Kanan broke one of the highest Tok'ra r- rules, laws. I mean, Selmak was disgusted by it. Um, and... But... He tries to balance it out that Kanan 
was trying to do a right. He did a horrible wrong, but he was trying to do a right. Right. And he's like, you can forgive that, right, Jack? And he goes, no. No, no. No, yeah, it is not a really. Bummer. It's like no. the first time that Jack it has the opportunity to experience this, he gets a real shit-smelling it's a experience. real shit-smelling experience. It's kind of like if you're like, I'm finally going to try this vegetable that I've never tried. And then you get food poisoning. Yeah. You're like, well, fuck Or it's it just forever. prepared horribly. I always knew. And I so always knew. Jacob is really bummed that Jack didn't get the full true blending experience to really understand the Tok'ra. And Jack's like, I'm good with that. Real life podcasting people. I'm okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I mean, Jack's like, look, I like you. That's yeah. enough. Just yeah. not as much the rest of the tote grog. Sure. Um, and Jacob understands, um, you know, the Jaffa from the Tokra side and like the host side, because for thousands of years, Selmak has been seeing his his brothers in arms die at the hands of the Jaffa. Right. And they're still getting killed by Anubis's Jaffa. Like, yes, that's two different entities. It's hard to see that they're different. It's hard to see them as allies right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Tok'ra fear... They, if, you, if you look like the bad guy, it's yeah. hard to not look at you like yes. the bad guy. Which has not caused any problems I in life. I just figured life. out what's wrong with my coffee. There's no alcohol in There's it. no alcohol. That's true. Um, I mean, I can fill if you want to go put Cheers. alcohol in it. We're good. Okay. Um, but it's... The Tok'ra are about to get wiped out. Like, that's yeah. a harsh reality. They're getting real low on... Yeah. Tok'ra. Yeah. <laughs> and the Jaffa Rebellion isn't really taking off the way that they thought that the Jaffa Rebellion would take off in either. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of rough times all around from everyone. Um... So, even the Alpha site has a tech center for Sam to take over. Yeah, there's everywhere. She uh-huh, finds one everywhere. Uh-huh. She's like, well, she'll can I make, make this one. work. Yeah. She'll make one. They have a NACA reactor powering this place better than a generator because, yeah. God, I hate the noise of generators. <laughs> um, but apparently, it's been messed with. And if she wasn't so goddamn good at what she does, no one would have noticed it. And it would have overloaded and it would have destroyed miles. And mm. there's no way it was an accident. Yeah. This is where it's like something, 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 something science. Oh, this is like, this isn't even the science-y part Okay, okay, got it. Um, And so Jack basically backs everyone to the Stargate, defend the Stargate, because if someone rigged it to blow, they'd want to get off world before it blows. Got it. Um, So no one gets to go through the Stargate, and we get a Teal'c indeed. (laughs) I forgot to check if we get a second one, but Uh I know there's one there. So Jack radios in to catch Hammond and Jonas up on the fun. And yeah, this is my only shot of Jonas. And he doesn't get to come because until they figure oh. it out, no one coming around at the Alpha site. Okay, fine. No, Jonas. That's all you get. Um, and after, Luckily, we have some Braytech. We do get Braytech. So after they close the gate again, Jack doubles up the guard to the gate. And Malik notices that the guards are doubling, but I need to get through to find a new base. And Jack's like, mm, no, thank no, you. No, you're no, you're not. No, you stay here now. We have a saboteur. I start to. I lose confidence. Like I'm. I very much mistrust this dude. Uh, as Nixie Malik gets a drink, yeah. Okay. I very much mistrust this dude. <coughs> basically, all the way till the end. Okay. But right now I'm like, I don't trust you. I don't trust you at all. I don't trust you a little bit. Do you bit. have some of the same prejudice that Jack has against the Tok'ra? Maybe. Okay. Maybe I do. At least you understand. Maybe I just think they're like very haughty and full of themselves. They are. Maybe. They are. Um, and this site was chosen. Yeah, I think I would be a rebel Jaffa. Okay. 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 
So this site was chosen as the alpha site because the ghoul don't know where it is and they need to keep it a secret. So they're going to be questioning everyone, starting with the Tok'ra because the shit didn't hit the fan until the Tok'ra showed up. Oh, remember that Zartag detective that we brought to the planet? Yeah. Maybe. Plot. Huh. So Malik is the first one to get hooked up and he passes according to Jacob. No yeah, problem. Yeah, the fancy lie detector, right? It's a fancy lie detector. The same one that we used a while back uh-huh. to discover other things. Uh-huh. Got it. And, um... I don't have weird feelings about this machine at all. <laughs> Again, out the window we see Artok and Ocker do that, like, shoulder check at the craft services station. Yeah. What, dude? What, bro? Uh-huh. Hey, bro, uh-huh. just you walking. You took, took the last roll. Hey. I wanted that roll. Bro, I was just walking. And um, and Teal's like, no, bro. No. Yeah. Not worth it, bro. <laughs> and we've got a game on Friday. You don't want to get suspended before the game. Not just my high school. So Jacob will check the wounded Tokra. Not like they could get up and around because, wounded you know, Wounded Tokra, good, bad name. Not good, yeah. <laughs> and if nothing comes from that, the Tal'ri will be screened, and then Braytek's like, yeah, I'm really hoping we're not going to have to screen us, Jaffa, because somehow... Because that devil box is going to steal our soul. Is basically the plot. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically how it rolls. The, the, the devil box is going to steal our uh-huh. soul. Yeah. And devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a box to steal. <laughs> <laughs> um... And so, yes, Jack points out, like, if the Tok'ra volunteer and the Tari volunteer and then the Jaffa don't, that doesn't look good. Yeah, it's it's just a weird eye exam machine. And just get in there and try yeah, it on. And, and Braytex, like, no, it's fine. Like, uh, it just... It questions your honor, the machine, is yeah. what Braytech, yeah. and, and you know, also the Tok'ra made it. I'm going to be honest. It's because yeah. the Tok'ra yeah. made it. I'm just prejudiced against Tok'ra and all Tok'ra And Jack's like, that's accessories. Not, not even a good reason, <laughs> dude. Just got to come up with something else. He's like, I just don't want it. And Braytech's like, I'm 137, bitch. Can you really look at me in the eye and tell me that you actually trust the Tok'ra? Yeah. yeah. And Jack's like, that's... There. Look, you're gonna you're gonna get screened with everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Also, that 137 years uh, brought up thoughts of our our origins uh-huh. when we said. No, I want a freaking brain tech origin story. Well, no, no, no. Okay. This is what I was thinking. Uh, we all did a little bit about what we would do if we had the money to make a yes. Stargate now. Oh yes, yes. And and mindset was set in the future. And I thought, well, shit, Teal'c definitely can still be around. Yeah, he's like 87. So, yeah, you can totally he be around. He can definitely still exist yeah. and still be a badass. Uh-huh. Just throwing that out there. I mean, he could be like 50 years older and still be a badass. That's what I mean. Just throwing that out there. Okay, I'm done. All the drinks are happening. <clears throat> also, another actual origin story. Uh, I, I tweeted this. So I've been watching Atlantis. Yeah. And you don't get to watch it yet. And there's a character, Atlantis, who you're going to really love. His name is Zelenka. Okay. He's really awesome. And I basically went with... It I kind like of Plinko, but I'm okay with it. I'm like, I really just want like a Zelenka origin story to the and I, and I tag David Nickel who 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 you know okay. portrays him, and then David Nickel retweeted it, and then Munchville retweeted it, and there was a lot of commotion about. And a, then he told two friends, and uh-huh, then he told two friends about a Zelenka origin story. Let's do it, and I'll make it. I'm gonna write it because I have no idea who this person. is. You have no idea. I don't who even this know if is. it's female or male. Or, like, what the person does. Or if they're human or not. You have no clue. All you have is a name. They are a dog. Okay. Zelenka's a dog. It's a dog. Um, 
at night. Okay. And by day. <laughs> so a werewolf. Yeah. Well, okay. at night, not just once a month. Okay. So at night. He's a night wolf. He's a night wolf. Night wolf. <laughs> We're getting on those night wolves. <laughs> I was thinking there is a video game called Night Trap that okay. came out sometime in the night. It's awful. Nobody knows okay. it. Nobody should know it. It was when video games were awful and they had like live video in them. Like live people, like oh, guys, watch Game Grumps playing Night Trap, and then you can thank me, yell at me, curse at me later. Night Trap. <gasps> We're getting on those night traps. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just trying to break into Bob Seger, and it's, I can't quite get in the rest of the lyrics after that. Because <laughs> yeah, who knows what they are? Uh, sorry. Well, no, matter. I know what they are. I was trying to like Work on the spot reword night- them into Night Wolves, and it wasn't. Guys, working. improv is not our best. Nope. Game. So, anyways, J- Jack does not. He just, just you're going to get scanned and Braytex. Like, fine, I'll convince the Jaffa. Yeah. And if nothing else, it'll try to convince the Tokra that we are equals with them. So outside, uh, they're called out to find uh, Augur's been killed to death. Yeah, yeah. Killed to death. We lost and a dude. To which uh, Malik immediately assumes it was Artok. Just, which to be well, fair, yeah. Artok's like, yeah, I kind of wish it was me. I wish I had done it. It's like, dude, you're not helping your case. <laughs> not I would have, but I didn't. Like, can you stop? Just stop talking. Stop. Anything you can. I would hate to be that guy's lawyer. Just shut, your, just shut your fucking mouth. Just um, shut it. He was uh, across the compound. I was dead at the time. Yeah. And he does not appreciate being My accused. friends, the other Jaffa will vouch for me. It's like, okay, that's useless. And he refuses to be screened until Braytech wordlessly convinces him and gives him the mom stare that yeah. he will. Yeah. Whereas Teal'c had like the dad one line. Uh-huh. Uh, Braytech has his like, a glare. Don't fucking move a muscle. I know. Mom has like a, a library of those looks. Yeah. There's oh. like 10 of them. I knew what they were without my... So in the back seat, mm-hmm. without them turning around, mm-hmm. the body posture... <laughs> this is probably why I'm a communications major now. It's what kept me alive as a child. <laughs> the body posture would uh-huh. just change. Mm-hmm. And then there was like this head tilt that you could see from the back seat where you're like, I done fucked up. I'm going to stay quiet now. I'm I'm be, I'd be quiet. I was just coloring the whole time I, right here. I didn't say anything. I didn't ask for the 200th time how far away we are. I'm quiet. <laughs> see how I'm reading. My favorite thing to do, which actually, again, works out well for what I do now because mm-hmm. of deadlines, I'd be like... How many minutes? How many minutes away are we now? How many minutes away are we now? How about now? <laughs> it's been five minutes. Do the math. I don't do math. I actually got to the point where on eight hour drives, yeah. my dad would play a game with me. Uh-huh. How long can you be quiet? If I was, no. If oh. I was quiet, he would play this game with me where he'd be like, let's estimate our time of arrival. Oh, yeah. And I if just you're right within five minutes. No, yeah. but this was at like the beginning okay. of the trip. Okay. Eight hours before the thing and be like, if you're within five minutes of right, you get money. <laughs> but you can't ask the whole drive. You can't ask the whole drive. <laughs> you can't ask. You get one ask in the middle of the trip and you're done. So did you have to tell him what time you think you'll arrive? Yep. Oh, so he basically would just like stall or speed up to never have to pay basically. you. Okay. Basically. That sounds, that sounds like something my dad would have yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but dumb me, <laughs> never figured it out until I was like nine. I was like, I don't want to play your dumb anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Nirvana and my <laughs> walk. So they start scanning Artok, 
he was eating alone with no alibi. Convenient. Mm. And he passed with that passes as our tag, no problem. And then he says he did not kill he did not kill him. And yeah. that that does not pass. That does not pass. Yeah. Uh, and they go to move him to a holding cell as he professes his innocence to Master Breitag. So this is when the other Tok'ra, the very vocal ones, yeah. like, they did it, this thing happened, and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, they do that, like, every other scene. The, so there's one particular guy whose name I don't know because I don't know names. Yeah. Who's standing there while this is happening. And okay. And he's very instigating, like, more stuff. I don't trust him in particular. The guy with the blondish hair? Yes. That's Malik. Malik. Yeah. Okay. Um, in particular, I don't trust Malik. And, and so he is surprisingly calm about this whole thing. And I think that's because he respects Braytag so much to yeah. go into this, this, this holding center. Um, and Malik just kind of assumes that our talk is guilty. Yeah. This is where I'm like, okay, this is almost so overdone that I feel like he killed the Tok'ra. Yeah. For the sake of blaming the Jaffa. And because, you know, really all the Zartag detector, detector says is that he's lying about something. They sure. don't know what that thing is. They That's almost also, worse than, like, no lie detector. It is. And they also know that the machine kid is known to give false positives. It's like, like yeah, bitch, I lied about my weight the other day, so fuck <laughs> off. So his hatred of the Tok'ra might be fucking with it. Because remember sure. the whole time that Jack gave a false positive because he had feelings for Sam and yep. that fucked up the system? Yep. It's the same thing that we're dealing with. Why are we still using these machines that are only sort of working? Part of the problem. Yeah. So, um, also, Malik is not going to accept the word of any Jaffa in this whole deal now at this point. And of course, they just have to wait to see what the autopsy says because that's Janet and everyone trusts Janet. Yeah, enter CSI Stargate. Uh huh. That's literally what it is. (laughs) And the tension is building. It's just. And Malik admits that, look, a lot of Tok'ra have died. Yeah. And it's really difficult to me to see another one die in this place that was supposed to be a refuge. Yeah. And he has a strong point there. Mm-hmm. So our main group goes to see what they can learn from Janet in her CSI tent. Yeah. Uh, and his, his mouth was bruised because the killer covered his mouth from behind. Yeah. Um, and there was an exotic bladed weapon that hit the back of his neck and severed both the spine of the host and the symbiote yeah. in one go. That's a great little x-ray mm-hmm. CG that they did. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. It was really cool. And Teal and Braytek are convinced that this was not a Jaffa because <laughs> vengeance happens face to face. Right. Uh, never from behind. And Malik's like, ah, you I don't know, believe you. The Jaffa have no chance if you're fighting face to face. So that's why he had to go from oh, behind. Oh, please. Yeah. So not only is he a dick, he's like questioning everything they he stand is. for. Yeah. Yeah. And then the alarm Fuck sounds you, and they run into the holding cell. And now our talk is dead. So is. It's not surprising, but I definitely feel worse about the Jaffa versus the Tonker that died. It's not surprising for me. Yeah. It's like, no shit, Grace. It's more feels for the rebel feely Jaffa. <laughs> than you do the, the, the you know, emotional ro- robots that are the Tokra. Yeah. So later, Janet admits that this death is different. It was from the front, but there was also a bladed weapon. She's not quite sure if it was the same one yet mm-hmm. or not. But the door was locked. So, and the the sergeant, the Tauri sergeant didn't see anything. So what, the the killer came in, unlocked the door without anyone noticing, killed him without a fight, and locked the door back up and no one saw him? Like, there's not even any defensive wounds. Yeah. So the only thing Malik can suggest is if his attacker knew and trusted his killer. Yeah. So sometime later, the Tauri are carrying Artok's body out, 
And Ragnar expresses his frustration at the situation again. And Teal'c is like, not the time nor place, bro. Yeah. Just calm. And Ragnar and Malik are about to go at each other's throats. To the point where Artok grabs his arm and Malik just whacks someone in the face. And then all the weapons are pointed at everyone. This is where you get, like, the really cool, like battle. Yeah. The Avengers Civil War uh-huh. slash West Side Story uh-huh. slash They're gonna Michael dance Jackson's out. bad They're video. They're gonna dance it out. <laughs> yeah. Basically every <laughs> line <laughs> ever. <laughs> They're gonna tie <laughs> each other's <laughs> wrists together. <laughs> and then whatever happens at the end of that video, do they dance off? I don't know because I'll be honest, I've seen the music video for Eat It way more than I've seen the music video <laughs> for Bad. So he just blows up really big. Uh-huh. Got that's it. that's how the that's how the, the it ends. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um and I forgot to mention this earlier, but Ragnar has and I don't remember this in an earlier episode. He he may have done it in an earlier episode and I missed it, but Ragnar has Forcibly removed his symbol yeah, from his forehead. Yeah, he like and it's just his own scar now. Yeah, because that's how strongly he feels about rebellion. because passion. Yeah, like the show. And I'm actually surprised. Much I feel like he did in the mirror too. Like he was like, I'm going to remove this stuff. Like very, ser- very dramatic. Yeah, very, very dramatic. dramatic but thing. I'm actually, like I said, I'm more surprised that more Jafal haven't done that. Yeah, well, maybe haven't the haven't first. burned their. Mark he hasn't off. quite convinced them all yet. Like they're they're like, nah, dude, you're a little too. It's a little, a little too, too intense. Far. Also. When you do that, you can't be used as an infiltrator. This is true. This is true. So, you can't be. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So maybe that's their thought. They're like, nah, we we have to you know, a good point. be careful. So then Jack walks up and is like, hey, guys, <laughs> what you doing? What's, uh, what's going on here? Can we put the weapons down this a is little? <laughs> this is where I would have been like, sweet, a line for me to walk through. <laughs> Um, and Braytac calls Jack and Teal'c over because there's footprints. Very obvious footprints. Um, and Malik's like, are the footprints Jaffa and Tokra? And I want Braytac to be, bitch, please, how the fuck am I supposed to? Now, unless doesn't walk around barefoot or something. Yeah. Like, do you see our feet? We all not, have the same goddamn we feet. We don't have like like a J or a T embedded in the bottom of our boots. Do I look like a damn hobbit? I don't know. <laughs> um. So now they're going to do a head count, and everyone gets to line hey, up for a head the count. Benefit of having a camera is I can fix my hair <laughs> using the camera as my mirror. So good news, everyone's accounted for. But bad news, that means that there's someone or something. Yeah. Or I let as Jack. Jack puts it, dare I say something. Yeah, it's the smoke monster. Da- yeah, it's a smoke monster <laughs> from Lost. Um, and they're going to search in groups. Or the Predator. This or is predator. where, yeah, the Predator. There's going to be a Jaffa, a Tok'ra, and a Tari in each group. Um, a Tok'ra, a Jaffa, and a Tari. Walk into a bar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> Now walk into an alpha site. Um, so they're playing Where's Waldo out in the woods. <laughs> and we see one group has Jack, Braytech, and Malik. There's another one that has Jacob, Sam, and Ragnar. And another one that has Teal'c, Pierce, and random Tok'ra. Yeah. Red shirt Tok'ra. You mark. Yeah. Um, and Teal'c's group comes across a dead trio. Apparently mm. each of the three of them was killed and then dragged to one location. And at the same time, uh, where Jack is, he sees something invisible in the forest. 
To, okay, let me rephrase that. You can't see <laughs> He sees movements. Yeah. He sees the equivalent of, like, run for your fucking life yes. in the fourth. Like, if I saw that type of movement in the fourth, I'd be like, gotta go. Gotta, gotta go, go. by. I saw that type of movement in a tree. So behind our house, there's a forest. Yes. I saw that type of movement in our backyard, and I went, and this is how ridiculous I am, and I locked our back door. Because whatever animal is in the tree can unlock the door. Like, uh-huh. he can open the door. Yeah, clearly. But if I lock it, uh-huh. we're fine. Yeah, that's we're fine. safe Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the weirdest thing I encountered out in the woods? No. It's to the point where I actually kind of write, want to write it into a My Favorite Murder mini oh, song. I just have to find the right prompt. Um, we, I was out with a group of probably five people camping for the night on a mountain in college. Mm. Of course, we didn't leave for the mountain until, like, 10 o'clock at night because we had to smart. stop and get hot dogs. That is the opposite yeah. of staying out of the forest. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. No, we didn't even park until it was clearly dark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so we all had flashlights, and, and we it was like two miles until the spot we were camping at because... Sure. Of course. Why not? And then we're camping, like, there's there's a tiny little creek over to, like, this... The, 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 the What direction is this? This is left. Uh-huh. Left-hand side. Sure. And... I'm letting the there was boy there's a boy scout there so it's like you guys put the tents up I'm gonna hold the flashlight for you so I'm holding the flashlight and I hear rustling behind me that's that's a good so thing. I swing the flashlight over to the other side of the creek and this is about probably 11:30 midnight no it is a uh, grizzly old mountain man in overalls with no shirt and barefoot nope. without a flashlight nope <laughs> that's when you get the fuck out of just there just standing there as if I had spooked him. Nope. And not a, he was coming to murder you guys. <laughs> and and then he looks at us and then he just keeps walking and I put the flashlight back oh, and I was so like he's just gonna go murder someone else. <laughs> and I was like, did anyone else see that? And they're like, No. And I put the flashlight back and he's gone. Yeah. And that's a murder. No, we stayed there for the night. That's a murder. <laughs> that's how you get murdered. We did we we did not stay sexy, but we did not get murdered. Jesus. We did not leave. We just continued to pitch up camp. <laughs> I am mad at young Nixie. <laughs> I didn't know any better. I was young and naive. <sighs> no okay. one else saw it except for me. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so Invisible monsters. Yeah, invisible I'm monsters. I'm mad at you. So Jack hand gestures to the other two and they head off, assuming knows what the hand gestures mean. Um, I do find it interesting here that Braytac and Malik sort of let him take the lead. Let Jack take the lead. Huh. Both of those people are actually much more experienced in comedy than Jack. I think it's because they're both so upset about the situation that they're... I didn't know if it had anything to do with it it because it's a Tauri alpha site. I think it became a waving of dicks and Jack was like, you both have shown some signs of fucked up in this right yeah. now. I'm taking the lead. And he didn't think his bluff would work and then it did. The other option is they're just kind of letting him go along. Yeah. And we'll just do whatever they yeah, fuck they think true. is correct if need be. That feels about right. That's probably more accurate. Yeah. Um, so the creature stalks the other two for a bit and they both like sort of sense it at the very last moment. Braytech pushes Malik out of the way, fights with an invisible enemy who ends up taking his knife, using it against him, being the shit out of Braytech. And Malik never fires. We're in dirt-covered ground. Uh-huh. Everybody knows that if something's invisible, you kick up the dirt. You kick up the dirt. And then you can see uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. 
And um, I I don't know if Mally doesn't fire because he's afraid of hitting Braytech right. or just not knowing what to do. And a beaten Braytech then looks up at Malik with this just pain, blood filled face and is dragged away into the underbrush. Yeah. And I'm Malik, not okay with this part. And Malik runs to find Jack and tells him that Braytech is dead. I'm not okay with this part. Okay. <laughs> she was not okay with this no. part. So we come back from commercial because we're on sci-fi now. Yeah. Tilk is just choking the shit out of Malik. Yeah. And for not going <laughs> after Braytech to save him. I'm not laughing at the choking, but I kind of am. You I'm are. more laughing at what happens next. <laughs> and yeah, and Malik's like, well, I thought it was more important to come back and report what happens. And Ragnar is like, how are we supposed to trust the Tokra when you abandon the Jaffa mid-battle? Yeah. And Jack's just kind of letting this discussion happen. He's like, no, stop. Which really annoys Jacob. And Jacob's like, a little help. And Jack's like, Teal'c, stop. Don't. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> but eventually they do convince Teal'c to lay off It's kind of like when, when when the dog's doing something cute. That yeah. Do, you're like, okay, don't do that. But first, let me get my Yeah, phone. don't. Just, just do it. Okay, for like, now no, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they do eventually convince Teal'c to lay off him by telling him that this is not what Braytech would want, them turning against each other, and they're able to have an f- actual conversation. Yeah. So the thing is invisible, and they question, could it be Nirti, which would explain why Anubis knew where the Toker base was, because Nirti right. was invisible there. Um, and Jacob doubts that, because she's, like, she would never be working with, with right. Anubis. Um, and they don't have their TERs here, so Malik suggests a a high-frequency electromagnetic field because if they can modify the wave output of the Nakoda reactor to a range of around 500-700 nanometers, they could excite the phase particles enough to bring their light, to bring them into the visible light spectrum. How am I doing? Are my eyes glazed? Uh-huh. Do I look interested? Uh-huh. Okay. It's basically make bad guys visible. Got it. You shoot, you can shoot people you yeah. see. Change frequencies. I think you lost me at the numbers. Well, the numbers are not, the numbers, the numbers are not necessarily correct. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, but basically you change the wavelength so that you can see the non-visible Thing. Yes, and I'm also not. I don't. I don't know how well that is a thing that would work. So okay. our eyes can actually see between 390 and 700 nanometers for the most part. So okay. 390 is like is in close to the violet, close to the ultraviolet okay. range, and then 700 yes, is like T8. red. Mine's C8. No, I don't know. I was just being stupid. <laughs> um, and but that it still doesn't necessarily make any sense because even say if they're below 390 nanometers. Like, they wouldn't necessarily be invisible in that you can see through them. It's like when you see, when flowers have colors that are only in the ultraviolet range. Okay. It's not like you can see through the flower. You just it's see just, different. You don't, yeah. yeah. You don't pick up the nuance. To me, this seems more like it's bending of lights. Yeah. Like, as if you... Like, like if, the way the reflective stealth planes work. Yeah. Just fill the shit with smoke or something. Yeah. And then you can whatever. I'm just gonna. Yeah, it's just I got gotcha. you. It's, it's just a thing. I'm stick. I'm sticking with kick up some dirt. Essentially, yeah, kick up some dirt. Kick up some dirt. So and also it works in D and D. Just because I just thought of it, uh, the Toker uniforms are much better these days. Yes. Yeah, they're much yes, better these days. I agree. Good work. They got Edna Mode on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No capes. <laughs> and that sneer that Teal gives to Malik right here is cold. That is ice cold. Yeah. 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 
So <laughs> while Sam sets up the reactor, everyone else is to guard the gate. Um, it tried to play them all against each other. And it's not going to work. And Braytech is dead and they can't let that we be We all made. have to work together. They have to work together for Freed. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so also if the creature gets out, the awful site is null and void and has to be abandoned. And right. we don't want that. So in Janet's autopsy room, she's confirmed that the bladed weapon killed, the same weapon killed both men. Yeah. Good timing. And Teal proclaims at this point, he's like, yeah, it's probably just an Ashrak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's basically a, a highly powered ghouled assassin in the service of Anubis, just like the one that killed Jolinar. They're basically the galaxy's most deadly peoples. Yeah. yeah. Jerk faces. Got it. Invisible jerk faces. Uh-huh. And outside, Sam and the Tok'ra are prepping the reactor. Um, it's a, it's almost there. Just a couple more minutes. And everyone else is just waiting. <laughs> waiting. What else do you do? We get a great 360 shot from Jack's perspective. Like, Yeah. Is this the shooting shot? This is not the shooting okay, shot. Okay, okay. We have a we get two 360s I've of Jack. I've been away until that Okay, one. but this one to is really cool story. because it's just this tension. Yeah. Not, yeah, and He's then like, we, hang on, before we start, let me take a panoramic picture. Uh-huh. And then we and, see uh, Ashrak Vision, and he's right there at the Stargate, yeah. moving around everyone. Son of a bitch. This time, not leaving footprints. How does being invisible make you not leave footprints all When you already left footprints earlier. Hmm. So the, the Jaffa... Anyways, he just starts attacking Taking people out left and right. In the process, a Jaffa accidentally shoots a Tok'ra. It's literally it. like a friendly fire nightmare yeah, because is everyone not... is just shooting. Oh, God. Yeah. And he leaves as quickly as he came, but he got his one goal, Pierce's GDO. Which, can I just... It's not like Pierce's fucking ID number is written on the GDO. Yeah. Like, yeah. just getting a GDO that doesn't, doesn't do anything. mean anything. Yeah, you still have to unlock the phone. Because you still have to have the alphanumeric code to put into it. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, he has half the puzzle, but <laughs> unless he's going to capture and torture someone to give the code, pretty sure no one there is going to give it up either. Right. So. Damn it. This time Jack is pissed. He's like, no one goes after it. Everyone's standing here. You're holding the gate. Hold the door. Oh, oh don't do that. Hold not the okay. door. You, well, let's go somewhere nicer. You shall not, not pass. pass through the <sighs> gate. <sighs> Falling. <laughs> Fly, you fools. It's okay. Kaylee. Falling. Okay. It's okay, Kaylee. Um, and when Malik tries to argue a point, Jack has none of it. None of it. Yeah. Jack's like, no, shut the fuck up and go. Yeah, shut your fucking face. I am the captain now. Yeah. I'm in charge. No more people dying. Oh, Kaylee. So, um, work continues, and when Malik fears that they will all, like, perish here, basically, um, Ragnar is like, well, the Jaffa will fight side by side with the Tok'ra. And if need be, we will die side by side with the Tok'ra. So they get the frequency up to 420, uh, the violet side of the visible range. And they dial to 11. uh Uh-huh. And and they turn it on and, ooh, it's tingly. (laughs) I feel feelings. Jack likes it. (laughs) And they crank it up to 100 and the Ashrak is right in front of Sam. Shit. And just immediately takes a swing on her. Yeah. And everyone fires and he disappears again. Damn it. Damn it. It's all very intense. Sam goes to turn. This is our first shot of him, though, right? This yes. This is where I was like, oh, he looks like something out of Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. 
Um, he Sam goes to try to turn the device back on. Teal'c is using those Jaffa senses and feels <laughs> at the very last moment, just like Braytag and pushes Ragnar out of the way. Yeah. And J- this is it. Jack tells everyone to drop and yeah. picks up the gun. Yeah. And just lays a giant heroic slow-mo 360 yeah. shot. Where he's just like, oh, oh, shaking because of the giant gun uh-huh. that he's using. So let me tell you that um, I we had a... I took a dinner break at work, uh-huh. one of those ones where you don't leave your workstation yes. and watch the episode. So the guys around me can hear shooting, uh-huh. <laughs> and then they hear Grace laughing, and they're like, something's not right. This doesn't sound like it should be a funny moment. Um, and so they're very concerned uh-huh. for my well-being. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, it's a really funny moment because it's slow motion. And Jack's like, oh, I'm the hero. <laughs> because it's a little ridiculous. It's beautifully ridiculous <laughs> and I don't care. Yeah, it's awesome. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> Apparently the camera guy wasn't full Kevlar. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, Sam gets the reactor turned back on and it's right behind Jack mm-hmm. and everyone points their weapons at it. Get him. It's the dude that looks like he's something out of Mortal Kombat. And instead of firing his giant gun at it, Jack pulls out his knife. Sure. Sure. And Malik goes to stand with him and the Ashrak is then fired at from behind and takes three shots to take him down. And he comes into full view as he goes down, and it's Master Motherfucking Braytag. Yeah. Yeah. A little worse for wear. Thank God. But he's alive and well. I just wrote Braytag is the best. Braytag is the best. Yeah. Motherfucking Braytag. Yeah, that was a tough one. I thought I was going to lose Braytag right there, and it was not a good feel. (laughs) So, Sam, let's be honest. If Braytag's going to go down, it's going to be in a much more heroic fashion than that. I know, I know. But that's why why the panic set in. So, um, Sam takes the GDO off him, and Janet tends to Braytag. He was left for dead, and couldn't move and Junior helped him he got back as soon as he could and Malik owes his life to Braytech twice over now yeah. and he hopes he can return the debt and asks Braytech to forgive him and Braytech ponders it <laughs> and then takes his arm Aww. and then Braytech just pulls out his Shakespeare card yeah this is where they create and a Tony, magical item Tony yeah. Amendola just like lays down his acting chops yeah. as the badass person yeah. he is and he picks up the Asterix blade and announces that this single blade did what they could not. It brought them together. It has spilt the life of Jaffa, Tokra, and Tari. And by the hand of their common enemy, it has made them brothers. And together, they have ensured that it will never spill their blood again. And he throws it to the ground, blade down so it sticks. And fuck, that man can make a speech. Yeah. And we have now just created a new magical item that maybe if we play D&D, somebody finds. <laughs> Ta-da! The, the, the Ashrak blade. blade. The Ashrak Blade. Um, and yeah. This was fun. It was but fun. But it was like... It was, also... a pain. It, was like a, it was like a stressful fun. Yeah, yeah. It's fun now. <laughs> I say as I like grab my head for the hundredth time. It's fun now. But yeah, the whole losing braid tag for a minute there was tough. It's good. It's good to address the whole... Tokra Jaffa yeah. thing. Because absolutely that would be a thing. So it feels like the right thing to do. It's such a big episode. It's a very big episode. And that very I feel like that ending felt very Lords of the Ringsy. 
Yes. Like, this is a thing that joined us together, yes. but also... We shall be known yeah. as the Fellowship <laughs> of the Splade. Yes, of the Ashtrak Blade. <laughs> I don't know. I dig this one. I dig it. I like it. It's and it's nice because you know we haven't done this is a good one off. It's a great one off, and we haven't been able. Well, it's a it's a one off, but in order to really get the story, you have to at least been briefed on the history of these three sides. Sure, because it's one of the first times that we've had all three sides together at once. But I think you can get pretty quickly that okay, there are three parties, yeah. and there's tension between them, yeah. and we are one of the parties, yeah. and we're we're kind of in the middle of everything. I, I think I think I could I could have someone watch this one and and, and enjoy it without yeah. knowing that much about. Well, if you could just give them a brief primer, yeah, is all you need. I dig it. Um, so Where's where does this list? go on your list? I'm gonna do the thing again where I don't remember what anything is. Okay. Um, which one's Shadow Play? That's the one we just had yes. with Jonas back home. Yes. Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm going to drop Shadow Play for now. Okay. And actually, this, yeah, this goes right there. Allegiance. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to bump, I'm going to, no. I'm going to, Nightwalker will get bumped off my, that's not what I want to do either. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> I'm killing it. Okay, so here, while you pick yours, I'm going to say, so mine, your order is Descent, Abyss, Redemptions, Other Guys, and Allegiance. Yeah, and um, I'm just dropping Nightwalker off my list so that um, Redemption gets bumped down. Okay. So yours is Abyss, Descent, Other Guys, Allegiance, and Redemption. Yes. Are our list the same things, but in different orders? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we have another Indeed. One I think there was indeed. only the one in this episode. I'll come back. I'll do a search for it. This would have been a great place for for crying out loud. Like, right before he goes into slow-mo shooting, goes, for crying, for crying out loud. Oh, no, no, no. I see it much more. He's like, he just, for crying, as he grabs a nonchalance, yeah. he goes, for crying out loud. And then yeah. just, like, <laughs> goes to death. This is how you use guns. No, I want it to be my... ridiculous the same way the slow-mo is. So, yeah. so you get him slow-mo. <laughs> You want him to Schwarzenegger out the line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this has been the Schwarzenegger episode. He he bookended it for us. So next up next week is Cure. Huh. Not the Cure. We are Damn. not having Damn. emo. Damn. <laughs> Grace is going to be singing a lot of the Cure next I like episode. The cure. I love the Cure. In fact, I saw the Cure... Fairly recently, I have never and Robert seen Smith still put on a three-hour fucking show. Jesus Christ, I have never he's a seen a badass. Um, Good stuff. But I'm yes, like, uh, that is <sighs> the episode. Welcome to our. That was it for the first video cast. That was it for the first video cast. How do we do? I hope it was okay. Um, and and if you are a Patreon, we uh, for again, thank you for getting us to Holy this point. Shit. And if you haven't yet, we have the poll open for the rest of this week. So it's probably by the time this goes up, a few more days that it's open. We have a uh, a poll for you since you guys are the ones that got us here to this point. You decide where this goes. Basically, you just we're we're looking um for a poll basically, and, and you can decide whether these videos are going to stay Patreon exclusive so that you have to become a Patreon to see them or if um, they will be Patreon exclusive for a month and then a month later we will release them for the public. Words. Nick words. says words. I say words. Um, thanks everybody for being here. 
As always, you know where to find us. And we gave credit to the wonderful patron. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got to this point. Because of one last patron. Because of one last patron that put us to 200. Um... We saw your extra dollar. Thank you. Yeah, we saw we uh, saw that increase. So, Jason Bowman. You are awesome. Thank you so much. We get us to this point. You are the, I don't know what number, but you're the $200. The $200 pusher over. The pusher over of our Patreon. <laughs> and you're awesome. And thank you. And, um... And as I said, uh, I'm in the middle of moving, so soon that move will be done. And We're in we'll temporary get... quarters. We're in temporary quarters. That's why there, I haven't had another car cast go up recently. It's it's a couple of things. It's but it's the moves. We have another like half month, three weeks. It's and gonna be okay. Be it's a weird time. It's, it's the a end weird of, time. It's the end of the semester. <laughs> it's it's the moving time. It's moving. It's all the things. God, how did I move? And then the semester last year. How am I not dead? I don't know, because you're also podcasting at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. You also weren't, like, building wood countertops for your kitchen as well. Well, yeah, because that's, I'm not insane. That's part of, that's part uh, of the delay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. You know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. On Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Tara. I almost ended without saying all that. <laughs> no, Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. And patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, rate us, like us, review us on your favorite podcast entity app streaming store. app thing. thing. Apple Podcasts. I don't know. It's not iTunes anymore. Words. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.